What's going on, Sacktown viewers? I'm Ray. What's up, man? I'm Jared. And welcome to another episode of that Sacktown podcast. All right. So we've been hired by by Denise and John York to fix this team. We've been hired. All right. So this is this episode is, is going to detail what me and Ray would do if we were the uh, owners or the owner of the 49ers. Uh, it's just going to an outline of how we would fix this team or at least attempt to as much as possible because we're the most qualified people in the world to, to speak on it, quite <laughs> frankly. Um, it's going to be as, as, as I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible. I don't, I don't know how well it's, it's going to work, but uh, you got any comments before we start? Uh, if you want to just go ahead and explain some of the moves that we're going to talk about and that um... – we we might want to make before we start, but no, I think you're you're pretty uh, crystal clear on what we're gonna do today. All right, so my first move as the owner, this is gonna be this is gonna be a big one. Um, my first move is, is to fire John. Lynch. Uh, John Lynch, I knew, fire I knew John it. Lynch. Now, <laughs> Ray knew it was coming. Ray, Ray knew it was coming. I, Ray, I I've been the first one on the train that John Lynch needs to go. Uh, yes, I, I I think it's pretty clear at this point that he's not fit to be the GM of this team or rather a team in general <laughs> to be honest I uh, don't his I don't know how he got the job it was really because Shanahan wanted him um this team we need to fire John Lynch and get somebody who's who's qualified uh the first thing idea popped in my head was to fire John Lynch and promote Adam Peters um mm-hmm. Adam Peters is the director of, of player personnel and scouting for this team um it's not exactly a guarantee that he'll be a great GM, but I think at least he'll be better than John Lynch, and he'll be better uh, at drafting and scouting players. Um, it is my personal belief that these late round picks that we're that we're hitting on is be- is because of 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 Adam Pierce. I guarantee you that John Lynch is not doing scouting in the fourth, third, you know, sixth rounds. I I I promise you, he's not. And I think getting somebody who's still in the organization who has stature would be good. If not. There's a there's a bunch of guys around the league who they who they could target. But I think firing John Lynch is the first step to fixing to fixing the, this team. Uh, to be honest, so what do you think? Um, you know, this is it's such a hard thing. But as as the owner of a team, you have to do what's right for the team. So I have to put my personal um, belief, my personal like liking for John Lynch because I think he's actually a really good dude. Yeah, but good dudes don't always win. You know. And I totally agree with what you have to say about his drafting. Um, I think you you nailed it. He, I don't think it's him that's doing these late round picks. And his his high round picks to, to this day have been horrible. horrible. Solomon Thomas, Ruben <laughs> Foster, who to be fair was one of my favorite players yes. when he was honest. When he was good, he was one of my favorite players. But. Mike McGlinchey, Mike McMuffin, whatever you want to call him. Oh God! Um, we just we we just can't draft good. Aaron Banks has been kind of a buzz so far. It's it's kind of hard to say that he hasn't even hit the field. The I, fact that I, he I, hasn't hit the field, it's. I mean, I don't know. He just already looks like he's going to be a bust. He kind of reminds me of Josh Garnett. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, don't you go there. You with this Josh Garnett? I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Oh, but um. But um, I think it, it probably would be in our best interest to uh, uh, fire him. And so I am totally on board with you. So let, let, me clar- let me clarify. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
further that point by saying that that doesn't necessarily mean. So I, I I've seen that idea float around the need to fire uh, Shanahan too. I, I I disagree with that having to happen. Like I don't yeah. I don't care that they came as a team. That that means absolutely jack to me. I think that if you get a GM who has prowess and status as an NFL executive, mm-hmm. you get somebody who will take the lead. I think take away a little bit of power from Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Real decisions on this team. I, I think this team will be just fine. I don't think you need to get rid of a talented coach like Shanahan just to blow this entire thing up. Furthermore, no. it's benefit Trey Lance to, to, go, to go through crap like this. You have to keep him continuity, mm-hmm. get him a coach who knows how to scheme up an offense. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think firing Lynch is, is the most prudent move here. Mm-hmm. And I, I think both agree. Um, I, yeah, I, I agree 100% on what you have to say about Shanahan, too, because although. He has moments where he does piss me off. Um, he's just so talented. He would get swooped up right away. And that should show, like, how talented he is. Um, but, yeah, John Lynch, I think we can both agree as our first move. So Bye-bye. Did you want to go into your move, or, or do you want to go into my second move? Um, so I am not too informed on executives in the league. Like, I know a decent amount of GMs, but I think Adam Peters would be a good pick. This guy that I also have on the top of my mind, uh, he kind of pisses me off with the rumors he starts. But, you know, Dave Lombardi is also a former GM who potentially, <laughs> like, could be on it. But I'd probably want to uh, hire in-house, like you said. Yeah. But Dave Lombardi is probably, like, up there, too. Just because um, he knows a lot about So, football. I don't remember the, the, the exact names. Um, I, I just saw a list of names uh, not too long ago. But it, I, it kind of it's kind of escaping me at the current moment. I know that the Steelers assistant GM is on the market. They've been one of the best drafting teams forever. The mm-hmm. Saints assistant GM is also on the market. Uh, the, the Chiefs director of player personnel is also on the market. So those would be some great finds. But mm-hmm. it, it, really, it really doesn't matter exactly who it is. It's in so much as getting rid of John Lynn, somebody who actually knows how to draft and develop players. <laughs> I, I think that there's a, a misconception that because John Lynch is a Hall of Famer that he can automatically just make this team good. There's a difference between being a Hall of Fame player and being a Hall of Fame executive. Yep. Going into, you know, drafting players, yeah, MJ. developing players is a lot different from actually playing, and, and, and there's a huge difference. Um, Look at Michael think, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we've kind of um, compiled that. So mm-hmm. I think we'll go into the next move. Did you want to go into your next move, or do you, do you want me to to give you mine? So, so I'll go into my for next move, and this. So are we, now this is taking place in the off season, correct? Right. Yes. This is also. We're mm-hmm. assuming we have no way of knowing if this team can make the playoffs or not. This scenario assumes that the Niners either don't make the playoffs, or they or they just squeak in and they lose in the first round. Now, if they win the Super Bowl, obviously, or make a deep playoff push, this is different. This is assuming that this team flames out and doesn't make the playoffs, or they, uh, or they only win one. Yeah, that we need to have. So, I think the first move that has to happen in the off season is Jimmy Garoppolo has to get traded. Um, as, you know, I, I have been a very big, I've been very skeptical of Jimmy. When he came to the team, he brought great life to us and it was a really tough decision. I remember there used to be this kid named Drew in my math class. Shout out to Drew if he's listening to this. But we used to talk about the Niners and I remember we, we'd ask each other, do you think we're going to sign him? Do you think we're going to franchise tag him? And, you know, we gave him the big deal. 
and I actually was excited. You know, I thought oh, it was exactly. a good move. I, I thought it was a good move at the time because I thought he was our franchise guy. He looked really good. We were six and zero with him on the team, but you know, the NFL is really changing, and not only is it becoming a more mobile game, you just ha- you have to be able to sling the ball, which is just unfortunately something Jimmy just isn't really capable of doing. Um, but he has proved me wrong this year. I was all on the tra- <clears throat> sorry, I was all on the Trey Lance hype. Um, but I think Jimmy's kind of secured his spot this season. But I, I think in order for us to be successful, we have to give Trey Lance reps, and we can't let him be a Jordan Love and let him sit behind, behind. And, it's, and especially if Jimmy isn't Aaron Rodgers, you can't let him sit behind Jimmy. And his huge contract hit. I, he's worth twenty eight million a year, but I actually don't know what his hit would be. So I don't think right his now, hit would be that much. Do you know how much it would be? Sorry, cut you off. Niners currently spend $32 million. Excuse me. So, right now, uh, Jimmy and Trey's contract combined oh. uh, is a combined a hit of 16% of our total cap, which is third in the NFL. Mm. Uh, $32 million. I believe his actual salary, if I can find it here, his base salary is $24 million. His signing bonus is $1.4, roster bonus. His dead cap hit is, is $26 million. He's taking up thirteen percent of the cap. Yeah, see, that's just nope. It's it, it's too much. It has to go. It has to go. And at this point, it's for whatever we can get. Like as crazy as that sounds, if we can only get a seventh round pick for Jimmy, you do it. I, I honestly, at this point, I'd actually prefer us to um, trade him for offensive line death, if that's possible with yep. any team. Or, I. Or I or yeah, I'd rather have us trade for a veteran who's established. So a couple teams, since we're since we're being a GM, a couple teams I think he could possibly go to are the Texans. Uh, I don't think Tyron Taylor's move or Davis Mills, Pittsburgh, and they're a mediocre team. I think the Steelers could be, um, and I think possibly the Panthers, depending on if Cam Newton retires or because it, it looks like it's his team again. But if he retires. I 100% agree. I would not change anything you just said. Although, um, I, I, I think if the Niners were, were smart, they would move him right now. Because mm-hmm. his value is, is, at an, is at an all-time high. And but, his they, trade, but the trade deadline, uh, when is the trade deadline? Did it hit already? Um, I believe it's in, it's in two weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, it's a name no, to watch I, I out for. I know that this assumes it's off season, but that was just my own little a tidbit. But so yeah, so I, I that was my move too was to to unload Jimmy Garoppolo for whatever you can get at this point. It doesn't really matter what it is; it just matters getting his salary off the books. I don't think I need to go too much into that, but he's just not the move right now. And this team would benefit greatly from getting him out of there. As as much as I really don't like to say that, because I do like Jimmy as a guy, and th- I think he's done a lot for this organization that people need to understand. Um, he's just not it anymore. He, you know, he he was never the guy. He was overpaid didn't really do much to earn his salary in terms of his play on the field. He's just an average quarterback. It is what it is. I I, I think it's a matter of he, he's played out his time in, in San Fran and, you know, that's that. It's just, it's just so, like, yeah. And again, I think he's ending off on a good mark. Um, yeah. I think I he's playing him, good. I want him to, to succeed. Like I, I don't, I don't want him to fail. I think it's, you know, I don't want to see him, him. No, I don't want to see him at all. Um, so let's let's move on. This is my 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 next move would be mm-hmm. to uh, not pick up Mike McGlinchey's a fifth year option and let him walk. 
Now, yeah. this, this is largely also in due to the fact that he just suffered in a season-ending injury, which mm-hmm. is about as bad as it can possibly get for him. And I don't know how much it's going to impact the Niners wanting to keep his fifth-year option. But this, mm-hmm. you know, this is this is this is my team now, not and, and I'm deciding that they, they need to get rid of him. I'm not going to get into his play as a player. I'm kind of over slandering him. It's just kind Mike of like Muffin. It's just dead language at this point. He he sucks at pass protection. He hasn't he hasn't gotten better. It, it you know it it is what it is. Um, I think that they, they they need to let him walk and they need to start Jalen Moore in his place. I've liked Jalen Moore. He had a he had a good uh showing. I believe it was until he got hurt. I don't remember what quarter it was, but they need to find a way to, to let 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 go of Mike McGlinchey, get rid of him. He's done. He's gone. And they need to either, A, replace him with Jalen Moore and draft a swing tackle in case he gets hurt again, or mm-hmm. they, they, they need just to find a way to make a trade for a tackle. But really, mm-hmm. this move is contingent upon just getting rid of Mike McGlinchey. Let, letting him yeah. walk. He's making he's making too much money for the type of player that he is. He's just not. He's not it. Yeah, no, I think I think this wasn't gonna be my second move, but this is I I didn't even think about Mike McGlinchey, so I'm glad you brought it up. But I think you hit it right on on the head. Um, he is just he's horrible in pass protection, just like you said. He's just he's kind of just. There. I mean, we have the we have the running joke, Mike McMuffin. Mike McFloppy. <laughs> McFloppy. He, he's yeah. just he's just kind of like my most disliked player on the team. And <laughs> having Brunskill and Jalen Moore, I think, makes it an easy decision to let him go. If someone wants to give him big-time money, let him. You know, let him. I don't even think he's worth picking up and trading. I think you just don't even pick up a fifth-year contract. You let him go. Like you said, I think Jalen Moore is more than capable of playing that spot. I think when Trent Williams went out, he played a really good left tackle. And obviously, right tackle is less um, – what's the word? Less stressful. You're not going to be having the best pass rusher usually on you on the right side. Yeah. So I think Jalen Moore is would be a perfect uh, person to take a spot if we don't draft somebody else. Um. So yeah, I think I think getting rid of Mike McGlinchey would be a good second move. Um, do you want to start with your third move, or can I start with it? I go for it. So, after releasing or after trading slash releasing Jimmy Grapplo, whatever it comes down to be, and letting Mike McGlinchey walk, my second move is a two-part move where the Niners just decide to sign their two big up-and-coming free agents. Not really free agents, but um, they don't even waste any time. They signed Devo Samuel to a four-year $54 million deal, probably like $25 million guaranteed. And then they signed Nick Bosa to a huge contract of five years, $132 million with $80 million guaranteed. I, you're, you're grimacing, but it's it's going to happen. Especially, especially Nick Bosa. Maybe they wait a year on Debo, but there's no way they let Nick Bosa just hit his fifth so year. So, is that your move? Is that the move you want to make? This is, I think, both. I think this is the move I want to make, and I think this is the move that they have to make. It's not even that they necessarily would want to. Mm-hmm. They they have to make it. They're not they're not going to let them hit their fifth years. Um, and you just unloaded you just unloaded Jimmy Garoppolo's huge contract. 
they're just gonna go put that straight into Debo. I completely disagree with this move. Um, I so in playing devil's advocate to that, I don't mm. think signing either of these guys long term contracts right now is, is the smartest option. We've mm. seen what what signing contract what what signing players who are injury prone to long term contracts is like. Mm. Um, this team cannot afford to do it again. What I would mm. propose instead of doing that is instead of signing to, to contracts now is to let them play out their, their, their final year. Let mm. Debo Samuel, because this is really, Debo Samuel, this is his first elite year. I'm not mm. ready to throw max money at a guy who's been somewhat injury prone, has had his mm. first good year, and is just now showing that, that, that he can be an elite wide receiver. I'm not ready as a GM to throw him money like that again. I want to see him prove it again. Let well, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. His rookie year was actually really good. He had a for for the games he played, he had about like eight hundred or something yards. And last year, yeah, I, I get what you're saying about the injury things, Debo. That's why I only gave him a four year deal. Um, but in terms of Nick Bosa, bro, his agent, there, there's no way his agent is gonna. They're gonna do their best to get his contract now, and if we wait, it just is gonna. Let me ask you this then. Uh, that's just going to piss them How off. How much do you think Bosa is going to get paid? He's going to become the highest paid pass rusher in the league. Is Bosa worth 14 to 15% of the cap, which is now, what he would be getting paid? This is the thing. You got This is the thing we got to understand about teams. It's not necessarily are they worth it. It's we have the player. What else are we going to spend that money on? We have to keep him locked up. It happened with Joey Bosa. It happened with TJ Watt. It it happened with who else it happened? Um, Joy Bosa and, and TJ Watt are the the two that come to mind right now. But um, these pass rushers, especially since honestly, you have quarterback is the position that gets paid the most, right? And then pass rushers are second. They're they're right there. Um, and it seems like every time a, a stud pass rusher is getting ready to get paid. They get they they uh reset the market. So Joey Bosa became the highest paid defense lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was Aaron Donald, and then T.J. Watt just beat that now. Now, they I think they waited till T.J. Watt's fifth year. Um, so so I guess it could work on what you're saying, but seeing how the Niners are pretty prone to just giving them their money on their fourth year, I just can't I can't see them not doing that again with Nick Bosa, especially since I think Nick Bosa, in my opinion, is probably a more hot commodity than Fred Warner or George Kittle were. Um, so I, I get your point on Debo. Maybe they wait, wait a year on Debo. Just my my thinking is if you're going to sign Bosa, why not just sign them both, especially if you just got all that, that cap from Jimmy. But I'm telling you right now, they're not waiting a year on Bosa. It's here's not the, happening. Here's the thing about about Bosa, and, and this is going to shock you, but this is just the cold hard truth of what needs to happen. Is going to sign Bosa? Mm-hmm. You would what? What happens if you sign Bosa to a max term contract? He gets paid Jimmy type money or whoever type mm-hmm. money, and he gets hurt again, and then he gets hurt again. That the, the, this is the issue with with, with injury prone players. You can't pay mm. them. You, you the best thing that this team needs to do is to let these players play out their rookie contracts. This team mm. loves to throw money at players, and I don't understand why they can't let these players play out their contracts. It, it's Bosa is not worth 
14 to 15 percent of the cap. You know mm-hmm. what you can get with a rookie Nick Bosa on his rookie contract? You can get at least a top 10 pick, maybe mm-hmm. even a second round pick. You use mm-hmm. that to help build around your future stud quarterback. You can draft him an offensive lineman. You can draft him, you can draft a corner, which you need. You, mm-hmm. you use his leverage as a rookie to get assets back that you lost in a trade. That, mm-hmm. That's what I think personally. And so it, if they play out Bosa's, Bosa's uh, rookie contract, then I'm 100% on board with, with re-signing him. But mm-hmm. I'm not ready to pay a guy who's torn his ACL, has had ab surgery, pay him 14% of the cap and, and hinder the rest of the team and not build around our stud quarterback just mm-hmm. to pay a pass rusher. That's just my personal thing. But um, it, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be <sighs> Max's point is that I think that the, my next move would be is to trade trade Eric Armstead. Okay. Find any – look, and, and his value is, is absolute trash right now. He makes 6% of this team's cap. His dead cap is $28 million for a guy who gets maybe five sacks a year and mm-hmm. is a good, not even elite run defender. His contract is, is absolute trash. Find any way you can and move off of Eric Armstead. Trade him for whatever you can. Um, if you can't, I mean, you're kind of stuck in a, in, in a crappy situation. You can maybe try and restructure it or even extend him to make him even cheaper. But mm-hmm. my, my move would be to move on, move off of – Eric Armstead. Look, I like mm-hmm. him as a player. I like him as a person. But he's just not worth the, the twelve million dollar cap hit to this team. He's not worth the money. He has not played up to, up to his contract. I'm not gonna get into the Buckner thing. It's just gonna it's just gonna piss me off. But uh, now nah, now nah, let me propose you a trade now nah, because I think Armstead does have to go too. As much as I like him, what if we hit up the Texans? Right? We said Eric Armstead and Jimmy Garoppolo. For Eric Reed, their safety, but but it would be like a sign and trade kind of where they sign him and then they trade him over here, and then they would probably have to throw in like one more contract filler, so probably like a, a more expensive Johnson. offensive line or like a David Johnson. Would you do that? And then Eric Reed would take Tart spot as he leaves in a heartbeat. You do that in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Eric yeah. Reed is nice. No, Eric. Or, am I, mean, I saying his? Am I saying his name wrong? I know. It's. I know Eric Reed is the old Niner. But are they both Eric Reeds or um, what's his brother's name? Eric Reed's brother. It's not Eric Reed. I don't oh, know why I'm um, Eric Reed. Um, Justin Reed. Justin Reed. Is it Justin Reed or something like that? I. I. I know. But I know he's the safety for the Texans. That's the. That's the main part I know. No, it's. It's yeah. a good. Um, it's a good proposal. And he's. He's nice. He. He. He's nice. I just. I think just. Think it's Justin. It's Justin Reed. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, it, regardless, moving off of Eric Armstead is the move for this team. I think we both mm. can agree that that was the move that would be would be the most beneficial. That's just move off of it's so haunting, bro. It's so haunting knowing we can still have the force behind there, bro. Anyways, do you <laughs> do you want to move on to your next move? Um. Yeah. So in my universe, Jimmy's gone. Mike McGlinchey moved, and we just re-signed two two guys. So now we're left with uh, kind of um, like no, we're not const- like const- or like our cap space isn't like dead, but we we have to make a lot of small moves. And so I don't know exactly what the players would be now, but I think what our best interest would be is to sign a veteran corner 
but but not someone like Josh Norman. Someone who is good. Good, yeah. So uh, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but I'm gonna have to see when free agency comes. What what are the corners? What you understand is that this cornerback class coming up is supposed to be one of the best in years. But we don't have any picks, so unless we trade for picks, no cornerback like... class. No, the free agent class. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So um, we're gonna have to spend some money towards there, and then I think we have to get another veteran offensive lineman. Um, I think honestly, this might be Lincoln Tomlinson's last year on the team. Um, guy's so dumb. <laughs> it's it's weird. I like him as a guy, but I I think we just need to. I think with the Super Bowl year, we had a lot of good um, older guys. Like uh, why can't I think of his name? Ben Garland. Oh my was, god. Okay, you hate on him, but he 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 puts some meaningful stat- snaps for the Niners. He puts some meaningful snaps. Tra- ben Garland is hot. <laughs> Right. He played some meaningful snaps, all right. And Will Compton, I think oh we just need to get God. a. <laughs> I think we need to get a, not necessarily them, but just some veteran offensive linemen and oh. uh, a veteran corner. So that I would probably say after we re-sign Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel, because in my world we do, we go after uh, a, a lineman and a safe and a corner in free agency. So using the picks that I received in my scenario from Jimmy and mm-hmm. Eric. Picks going to be. I want to package all those picks together, and there's two ways. There's there's two things we can do. One thing is we can take those picks, package them up, move up into the second round, draft yeah. a dra- draft a corner. Would be a, be a great. It would be a great place to uh, take a corner, or we use those picks and package them in in a trade for a corner. Now, I don't know who who the corner is. I I don't know off the top of my head who exactly we'd be looking at. I haven't started scouting yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, use those picks that we just got. From Jimmy and Eric Armstead to find a corner who's not Josh Norman or and or Drake Kirkpatrick. It's ridiculous that I have to say that, but um, I guess that was kind of like a bounce off move to you. But uh-huh. the next move that I want to see happen is I I want to see the 49ers sign another offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who exactly is is going to be um in the free agent pool. When, when they're able to actually sign. But I think mm-hmm. that they, they need to just completely retool the offensive line. Everybody needs to go except for, except for Trent Williams. This this offensive line is played above their expectations, and I applaud them, but it's just not good. Yeah. Tomlinson's got to go. Mac has got to go. Mac? Has, Mac's got to go. Mac, Mac has not been playing very well. He He's solid, but he's not anything special. Brunskill's oh, yeah. got to go. I'm so tired of, of seeing Brunskill. <laughs> Other than him being the uh, Aaron Donald stopper, I'm just tired of seeing him play. He, he we need. I, I think if anything, they need to start Aaron Banks, regardless of if, if he's quote unquote ready or not. I hate that excuse so much. Yeah. Um. So retooled offensive line. Get rid of Lake and Tomlinson. However you need to do it. Get rid of Alex Mack. Put Aaron Banks at right guard. Start Jalen Moore at right tackle. And at least you have a foundation for your new for your new offensive line that actually can help your rookie quarterback. The best way to help out a rookie quarterback is through a good offensive line. Yeah, hands um, down. One thing I like to mention too, if this is my scenario, if we're firing John Lynch, I'm also firing our QBs coach. Yep. Um, and I'm probably 
trying to get a new second. Uh, I don't know. Are secondary and corners? Is there a different coach for each position, or is it just a secondary coach? So there's the secondary coach is essentially in charge of is in, basically in charge of the safeties and the corners. Yeah, so I I think uh, I think we can use a new secondary coach too, but QB coach for sure. I forget what his name is, but he, he Rich Gangarilla. Yeah, he's he's got to go like immediately. Uh, we need somebody who's gonna be beneficial to Trey, and uh, it's not that guy. That's for sure. Yeah, fire uh pretty much almost out all of our position coaches. Fire our uh quarterbacks coach. Fire our wide receivers coach. Wes Walker is hot trash as a <laughs> as a wide receivers coach. Uh, fire our offensive line coach. Yeah. Uh, fire our 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 uh, secondaries coach. Get rid of almost all the positions. Do okay, but our, I like our D line coach though. And I like oh, our Chris Kasarek is 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 one of the best in the game. Yeah, hands down. Um, so just to kind of just give a quick little outline of what my team will look like in scenario, we'll have a new GM. We'll have Trey Lance at the helm with a new Van offensive line, whoever that's going to be, with Ayuk, Debo. Uh, Kittle, Sherp, whoever is the third, third wide receiver. I think we also need to upgrade at wide receiver. I would draft a speedster. That's one thing that I would like to uh, point out. Not in the first couple rounds, but I would say like the third or fourth round, if we could draft a speedster. Uh, you know, that's not really Shanahan's thing, but it never hurts to have speed. Um, so that's yeah, what I would do. Let's actually draft a good wide receiver because this team's wide receiver uh, drafting history is, is bad. AJ Jenkins, let's just say enough. We've drafted a, a lot of wide receivers in, in this regime, and it, it has not worked out. No, I mean, Dante Pettis is just, like, the first guy oh that just kind of popped up. Dude, that was such a waste. And that's something that – okay, you're not going to agree with this, but this is a, that's another reason why I feel like we should trade Trey Sermon in the offseason, too. I'm, I'm not going to include him in this video while I'm talking about it now, but I just hate seeing these guys that we draft, like, in the second and third round that just end up, like, playing until they just leave the team. So, like – Dante Pettis, um, Akilah Witherspoon. I'm a little Mike, bit. Mike McGlinchey yeah. is literally like the first round pick who's just going to go for nothing. Right. I, I think Trey Sermon would still have some value. Maybe not a third, but I think we could get a fourth for him if we trade him in the offseason. And seeing how Elijah Mitchell's played, Jeff Wilson, Hasty, I don't think we really need Trey Sermon. That's just my opinion on it. I want to get I want to give him on banks yet, but Trey Sermon, just seeing how loaded we are at running back. I think you gotta trade them. That's my opinion on it, though. I know you think different, but no, I, I, I'm. Your theory has has, has uh, some credence to it, to be honest, because I'm I'm starting to look at the way that this team can evaluate evaluate running backs and find running backs on a whim. Mm-hmm. And but anyways, that I don't. The, the, this is another move. The, since I'm the owner, I can do this shit. Um, so mm-hmm. the, this is a move that I, that I've been thinking about for a while. This is like this guy is the longest tenured Forty Nine er. Just person in the uh, in the oh. organization. Yeah, you don't know with this. Fire, 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 fire! Prague Marafe. I am no. so sick and tired of this lame excuse. <laughs> I don't even know what his official title is. This guy is an absolute joke of an executive. If if we want to call him, that, I don't even know what he he really be called. This uh-huh. guy has. Has me believing that he is a large issue as to why this team can't 
draft good and get players who are – and this is my theory. Okay? This, is, this is a little bit of a speculation here. But I think that Prop Marathe has a big say in personnel. And I think uh-huh. that he has a large reason as to why his team drafts injury-prone players. Because I think that he, he drafts these guys so he mm-hmm. doesn't have to pay them. I know, I, I know that, that sounds so tinfoil hat. It just, it, it sounds so conspiracy theory type. Mm-hmm. But man, this guy has been on the team for so long. He's managed so many of, of the contracts that we have. This dude is a bum. <laughs> this dude's job is to save the, the York's money. That's his job, is to save the York's money. No more. I'm the owner. I'm getting rid of this cheap bum who has played his franchise for so many years. Does not sign players to proper contracts. Screws around with players' money. Probably has player personnel more more than you think. To be honest, I'm getting rid of Prague and Rafe. I'm tired of dude. Him. All the 49er fan pages are are cursing at you right now, Jared. They love Prague, but I you know I I think your theory has some like validity to it. And I was telling some coworkers about it. They think I'm stupid, but I mean you. You're right. Like we draft like these injury prone players. Like Debo has he had injury history in college. Nick Bosa obviously did. Um, who else has had injury problems that we drafted? Like just a lot of players. Everybody. It feels like it feels like, like every player has had some sort of injury in college. Um, like even Trey Sermon didn't Trey Sermon literally get yes! hurt in the in, in the the, uh, the championship game? So. Yes! It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I don't. I don't think they'll ever fire that guy because, like you said, he's kind of like the York. No, like, I'm fired. Man, but, I'm fired. But yeah, you're the owner now, so you're firing him. I'm getting this. But you know what's funny? That Niner fans act like he's like so special to find. You know, every single team has a Prague Marathe, right? Yeah. You know, it, it's it's not like being good at maneuvering the cap is that hard. It, it's not. It, it's not hard, dude. All he does is backload the contract. Exactly. That's all, that's all he does is backload it. It's like it's like it, it's just so crazy to me that I, he's he's probably the reason why we traded Buckner. Like to be honest, he yes. probably he probably called John Lynch talking about, oh, I can't backload oh, I his contract. We have to trade him. I can oh, save God. you guys money, but by doing this, this guy backloads all of his contracts, and then the, the thing is, I know. <laughs> Probably college students that can do a better job of navigating the cap than than Prague Marathe. All he does is just backload his contracts. Most of the players that he backloads at a huge that's, signing that's, bonus. He gives this is specifically why Ray. I'm, I'm telling you that we need to stop paying these players early. This is why every player that we've signed to a max term contract, as soon as they receive their money, has played worse. Have you noticed? Not Fred. That? Not Fred. Well, Fred. Fred has had a little bit of a. We don't know. He's right? not having a down year. He's not. Having no, a down I, I year. this is his going, best season probably. I wasn't gonna go that far, but let's look at the history. But George right? Kittle definitely has George. Let's, not necessarily his play, but his injuries. But let's look at the uh, history of contracts. They gave D Ford a max turn con or a, a very lofty contract. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what? Uh, that contract is just so laughable. I still yeah, can't they gave D Ford a bunch of money. He's really been on the field. They gave Jimmy Garoppolo a max a max contract after five games. They paid Pierre Garcon a bunch of money. They paid um Jerick McKinnon. Oh my Jerick god! McKinnon, they paid him a, a, that a was like our worst contract probably ever. That that was bad. They paid um and look at this, this is why I said you need to make these players keep earning their money. George Kittle got paid Kittle. his max. 
and he's been hurt. Now I would have paid George Kittle too, right? Yeah. I would have paid him too. But that, but that, but, but, but that doesn't negate the fact that he's played worse ever since he's gotten here. Yeah. Or ever, ever excuse me, ever since he's gotten his contract, since he's gotten mm-hmm. his money, right? So yeah. I, I think this team needs to have higher standards in, in terms of of paying players or not pay, or not paying players. Mm-hmm. And I think Prague is like a a symptom of that. But um, that's it for move for me. So you me too. Me too. Just bolster up the offensive line. Let McGlinchey walk. Walk. Get rid of Jimmy. Whether it's for a pick, whether you just try let him go. Um, just fun. the mainly trade. You want to find a way to get rid of his contract. Yep. Um, trade Trey Sermon for me. I, I'm going to include it in the video. I think we have to trade Trey Sermon for any sort of value we can get for him. Um, in terms of drafting, I think a, a good speed receiver, uh, another probably another swing tackle this year would be nice. Um, also maybe a, maybe a backup quarterback backup that plays like yeah, a backup quarterback that is similar to Trey Lance. Whether we draft that or we, um, I, we I say we probably pick one up. It's not that hard to pick one up in free agency. And then I think we get rid of Prague Marathi. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think we really got to, I think like real life, like uh, not something necessarily that I would do, but I think what they really, I think they really need to get rid, rid of uh, Rich Bangalore. Uh, Rich. Oh we they, we just got to get rid of him. He, I hope they don't let him mentor Trey Lance. I really hope they don't. Oh, oh bless that kid. If, if that's the quarterback's coach. Because Kyle's not a quarterback coach. Kyle's a wide receivers coach. Kyle knows nothing about quarterbacks. I mean, let's just yeah. be a fan. Yeah. You know, every quarterback that he's worked with, they were already developed pre pre Kyle. Get uh-huh. get rid of Rush Kangaroo. Please bring in the guy that developed Justin Herbert and and Patrick Mahomes. Please. Yeah. Please, please. I don't remember his name, but please, 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 please. I'm begging you. Oh. Or just then... Mac Jones, like like I said, and win a Super Bowl. But <laughs> But John Lynch, he's not gonna go either. But man, well, as long as Shanny's there, I don't think he's leaving anywhere. But well, wishful thinking. Thank you for sitting with us. Uh, I think definitely as the season ends and as soon as off season starts, we'll we'll have a better, more organized thing. This is just our first thoughts. I think I think went pretty well. I think his organization just needs a whole bunch of change. There was a lot of issues wrong with it. But uh, I think that'll do it for me. Uh, Do you want to close us out? No, I, I think so, and I think this is a video we could come back to either trade deadline or after the trade deadline if we make any big moves, but free agency and do an updated version. But yep. I really enjoyed talking about this. Um, Absolutely. Forget Rich Bangarillo. I can't even say the name, bro. He's Rich Bangarillo. Scangarillo. Remember. Thank you. Just get rid of him. Darpest Twitter trend. Fire Skang and Fire Parag. Fire. <laughs> All right, not a fans. Well, I hope you like this two-part series. Uh, we're going to try to do the recap at least every Sunday. Yep. This was just a cool little GM video. Hopefully you guys liked it. Yep. Um, stay smooth, Sacktown. Have a great night. Peace out.